0: Hello Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius June 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see all the free goodies I make for you each month, including very concise, succinct, written horoscopes. If you forget that website by the time we're done here, because I'm going to give you a lot of information and you may forget it, just click on the notes underneath the video if you're watching on YouTube, the little more button with the arrow will reveal the notes and we'll show all kinds of links to goodies. if you're listening on podcast, just look at the notes underneath the podcast. This is for you. If Sagittarius is your sun sign, like me, Sagittarius is your moon sign or your rising sign, or if you have any other placements in Sag, if you go deeper into your chart, like your Venus, your Mars, or whatever it is, what we're going to talk about here is going to be part of your astrological picture. If you are a late degree Sag, especially a very late degree Sag, also like me with you, So we'll say like December 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 or so degrees through the rest of the sign. Then I also suggest you listen to or watch my Capricorn report because you very late degree friends, you will have pieces in both the Sag and the Capricorn reports that are for you. So you've got a little bit more of a complex read and you got to work a little hard to get all the info for you. All right. So let's start from the beginning. In general, June is one of my favorite times of the year for Sag because the energies move into Gemini and this is a mutable energy that is similar to Sag. It speaks our language, okay? It does make us run in circles, more crazy than usual and it does mean we're super busy. Think back to every June that ever happened and how busy were you okay so that's how busy you're going to be and then some at this time you're going to be driving all over the place possibly flying all over the place you're going to be planning things bringing if you have kids bringing them to their camps and drive i mean it's just going to be crazy you're going to be talking to a lot of people communicating you could be writing or you're going to be inspired you you're going to do it all this month let's just put it this way okay so there are a bunch of different sectors of our chart that's being Lit up like crazy, and they're very diverse. There's a lot of diversity and experience at this time. So, anything from your writing and your publishing and your teaching and your learning, and you find a perfect program to, to learn through, or you're getting ready to launch your teaching, you know, things, whatever it is everything from that to focus on relationships and seeing lots of people and communicating with them and interacting with them you're going to have your pets you know coming up really strong pets and animals you're going to have your romantic life sizzling like crazy you're going to have your home sector just like crazy you know this is a time when Everything you're going to want to do it all. Travel's going to be coming up, so you'll probably be away. But you're also going to be thinking about your house. You're going to be thinking about home projects. You're going to be thinking about family. You know, there's there's such a, a, a buoyant energy at this time in general, and especially for Sagittariuses, and I know you will be relieved with me because oh my gosh, have we been dogged? by these Pisces energies. I am still a little bit ornery from it, I have to admit. While I am an optimist, like most Sages, and I have looked at the many beautiful ways the Pisces extended, way too long extended Pisces energies have been in effect here. First of all, with Jupiter moving through Pisces, causing a lot of mischief. And second of all, just because we've had, because of the, the Mars moving into Pisces earlier in the year, and because of Venus, being in retrograde and setting back the Venus cycle. We've had a lot of extended personal planet through movement, movement through Pisces as well. And what does water do to us? It puts out our flames. Blah. Boring, annoying, stressful. We don't like it. Highly emotional, to the point where it interferes with us having fun and being free and doing, you know, our work or whatever, whatever it is that we need to and want to do. Our emotions, other people's emotions. But this is a time where we have been able to get into deeper intimacy and and closer understanding with ourselves and our emotions and do a lot of healing. And so I'm grateful. But now the Pisces energies are shifting and we are going to be very happy about this, okay? Because now it's all about the things that speak our language more. Again, it's It's creative expression, it's the bucket list and dreaming about those big visions and those big things that we wanna do and them actually gelling in place. We have Taurus energy still lingering at this time and that's really starting to pull in big dreams into the, the reality that we have in the here and now. We've got relationship sector highlighted in a huge way. Which is bringing focus onto the things that we want and accomplishing our goals within our relationships. This is anything having to do with kids or children or creative babies. This is supercharging the things that we're excited about. So those things that that most inspire you, the things that are all over your Pinterest board, or the things that you know just really get you going. And in general, for Sages, that tends to be, you know, travel, different cultures, different languages you know, understanding other people, um, philosophical, spiritual topics, you know, helping people. Sages are big helper, helper smurfs, as I like to call, call me and my Sag friends. You know, we really like to go and help other people. And we're very inspired to do that. And you might be figuring out new ways to help people that make you feel that be- that will make you feel very, very, very fulfilled. So new levels of fulfillment and with both Mars and Jupiter in Aries. This is making, and Chiron, Chiron's been there for a long time, and that's been actually very good for us, Um, we're making the most powerful aspect, positive, powerfully positive aspect in all of astrology, the trine. So we have Mars, the the bringer of oomph, and drive, and ambition, um, clarity, and movement, making a beautiful angle for your sag placement yay and then jupiter the big heavy hitter of the universe the gas giants that rules us our ruler is finally in a sign that's in beautiful aspect for us so that means from now through march of 2023 with a little dip back into pisces at the end of 2022 but it won't ever be far enough from aries to to not also be influencing there we're going to have our ruler in a sign that is making a beautiful aspect for us and that is going to bring alive our passions and our productivity as as far as what we're, like our, our creative output. Um, and, and that output could be a baby. If you want a baby, this is one of the best aspects for that, if you want, and this is a long-term aspect, but we also have a shorter term boost to that. So Jupiter is making all of this highlighted for a year but Mars is bringing it, and then some, in the short term as well, and you know, giving us the resources and the energy, and just that we need to make these things happen. So you'll be able to have a lot more energy and focus on your children or making children, on your romantic partner or finding them or being attractive, clearing your energy field out of the karmic muck that might have been drawing to you people who are not, you know, your person. Um, we can bless them as angels and messengers along the way, but your true love sector is highlighted for a year. And that's one of the best aspects to meet your true love under or to go deeper in with the person or, you know, a person that is already in your life. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. And like I mentioned before, this is also a bucket list house or area. So it's, It's those things that you've really wanted to do from a fun perspective, from a creative perspective, from a passion project perspective, passion projects are going to get a massive amount of short-term and long-term push. Now, at the same time, your health could be finally improving. If you have been having difficulties with your health, a lot of times Sagas have trouble with their liver. Liver is ruled by Sagittarius. Many Sages I know actually have genetic mutations in their liver that make them not be able to tolerate alcohol the way other people can. If you are a Sag that turns into a maniac when you drink alcohol, it's probably genetic and it could be having to do with your liver. And if you think, oh, I've been away from it for a little while, I can go back and it will be different, it probably won't. So it's just something to know. You might be going deeper into figuring out your genetics and epigenetics and how understanding what's inside of us can affect how we experience things outside of us. So for instance, if you are overburdened because your, or your system is overburdened because your liver is not happy and you feel sluggish and more stressed, you're going to have a harder time when there's a difficult aspect and might not be able to as properly enjoy a sweet aspect because your liver needs to be detoxed. Now, again, I am not a doctor. I am not in- indicating for you to do a liver detox or do anything like that. I'm letting you know from the medical astrology standpoint, which I have been doing for 20 years, that you are very likely coming to the awareness that something in you, inside of you is affecting how you're experiencing things outside of you. And your health is a big piece here. So you might have to do some work. And there might be something that's been trailing you around as far as a health issue that you're going to have to get a little disciplined and you're going to deal with. Now, this is a time where your pets, your animals, um, your health, your wellness might need a little bit of work. And you're going to have to just pull it in and do the work just think about what and you know what it is you probably know what it is is there something that you know you should be doing or know you shouldn't be doing um, and you haven't taken action on that this might be a time where that's a little bit easier for you to do that it's more of a natural like falling away of something that's no longer a match for you rather than having to force it through will but you will see this coming up in a very strong way now it is very important to note as a must know that gemini energies exhaust sag energies even though they match you probably have gemini friends you know a lot of Sages tend to get along very well with gemini's um, or people with gemini placements but you might also notice that you can talk to them forever and you do talk to them forever and when you do you get exhausted because you bounce ideas off each other and you get inspired and you get each other worked up and that's exciting but This time when the planets are moving through Gemini can be very exhaustive to you. Now, it can be exhaustive because you're accomplishing things and doing things that you want to do and, you know, and that could be very good, but it's so important, especially now with the advent of COVID and, you know, Gemini rules the respiratory tract. If we know that this is making a 180 degree angle for you, it's opposing, it's pulling and pushing and synergizing and working that, you know, just everything, you are going to have to take better care of your um, general health immune system and your respiratory tract at this time. A couple of quick recommendations for your wellness. Get some saline nose spray. Again, I'm not a doctor, check this with yours. If you have something weird with your sinuses or something that could preclude you from doing this, don't do it. You know, look into it. But in general, saline makes your sino- sinus cavity a pH that microbes do not like. And if you can make your environment, this is what epigenetics is all about. I love epigenetics. Definitely look into that if you're not familiar with that term. But if you make yourself inhospitable to viruses and bacteria, then you're going to stay well. And so just having a saline spray i have it in my bag at every time if you go into some place just spray it and it will help you to stay well super simple and then you can still keep going at 50 miles a minute which we love and this is going to be a time we're definitely doing that but it can help you to keep your wellness and the second thing is to just kind of love your liver you know just look into how you can love your liver how you can take care of that um, and maybe you'll be prompted to do some genetic tests This is also a time where relationships will factor in very strongly, as I mentioned, and you will be noticing that you are needing to cater to a lot of people in your life. They will need things, and you will have to take care of things for them. But that also means that you might need things, and they can also take care of things for you. So it's going to be a very, relationship-enriching time for you, and that's going to continue. And you will notice a turn towards the end of the month where some of the fire starts to phase out, although we will have a little bit longer with Mars, and we will have a lot longer with Jupiter, but we're going to to go trans, start to transition into where the sun is going to get into Cancer. So that is not as good for us, okay? And you will notice that it will be back to, you know, those watery energies dousing you, So, you've got like a little open window here with all of this, like vroom, before you're kind of going to get to where, okay, now we got to check in, do some emotional things, you know, and that will start to to factor in at the end of the month and we'll get stronger into July. But you've got a beautiful period here of just kind of like a a yahoo, (laughs) a yahoo time that is very exciting. Now, two aspects I want to point out that are super fabulous. One, um, June 20th, Mercury and Gemini making a great angle to jupiter and aries this is and and then venus is going to do that on the 28th okay so it's the days around those days it's not just on the day so this is good for all sag placements but those of you who are in the early degree placements so scorpetarius friends you know you all at the end of november um early um december and the closer to like those last few days of november you all will get the most kisses from those, um, those transits, but don't worry, it's available for all of us and you might be a Sag, even if you're a later degree or you know later December born, you might have more placements in Sagittarius than you think. When I saw my chart for the first time, I did not know what this meant at the time, but I had like everything over there in my Sagittarius house in the sign of Sagittarius and I'm like, what's that? She's like, oh, my astrologer, my friend Bridget, who became my astrology teacher, She's like, oh, you know, that's like basically a load of Sagittarius. Like you have no idea. It's so much. You might have that, too. The only way you would know is if you run a free birth chart, you can look up how to do that online or you can join my free email community, which you get lots of perks that go along with that. If you go to anniehelpsyou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, it will say, Dear Friend, you put your email address um, right in there, and you'll get a welcome letter with information on how you access the free software. Run a free birth chart. Then you can see Maybe you have an early degree placement in SAGE that you don't even know about, and you could be getting these kisses and not even know it. So, I want to help you enrich your usage of, um, of astrology. So, overall, super positive month um, in general and for SAGE. And we do have one particular red alert that I'm going to, to give you details on. And we want to talk about this information with retrograde versus direct. We also, well, I've got four big must-knows from the general transit perspective, so let's just get into that now. Okay, so we've got four big must-knows from the general transit must-know perspective, which is true for all signs, but very critical to know to understand the energies of this month. The first big must-know is that our sweet versus salty ratio, as far as the aspects, are yay. Now, if you're not familiar with my little Danny terms here, Sweet aspects are the ones where the planets are in harmony and tend to bring nice outcomes. And the salty ones are when the planets are kind of grouchy and they can bring nuisance, nuisance um, events. So we've got almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. Again, this month, we've got a several month sequence where this has been happening. But June is the last month because July... It will start to favor the challenging aspects more over the sweet ones so we want to soak this up while we can something else important about this um, this ratio here is that even some of the few salty aspects or potentially salty aspects this month are ones that are conjunctions which means they could go either way a conjunction is not a is a neutral aspect it could be very positive or very challenging And so even of some of these salty ones that are there, some of them could go, could be super positive. And of the other ones that aren't conjunctions, they all have sweet aspects happening on the same day or very close to any of the remaining salty ones. So that's super positive for the general climate of this month. Of course, we know that general aspects, any particular ones of them don't always drizzle down into, um... personal experience but it's definitely an important piece to consider the next next big exciting must know is that eclipse heat of this season is fading april and may were our big eclipses definitely look at my april and may um, horoscope reports either through podcast or video on youtube to see where these areas what areas of life for each of your signs might be um, affected And some of the the other themes that could be in the backdrop you you can check that up there but what we're excited about here is that April and May can be super anxiety ridden in the way that change is coming but you don't really know what it is and you feel something's opening but you're not really sure the details and it's just sort of a time when air is electric you feel like you have your fingers stuck in a socket and that is starting to fade in June while we could have some very important eclipse related news and events come in the biggest heat of the season will be behind us by this time and we are celebrating that the next big must know is that we've got a hybrid month this month so we've got retrograde until around june 2nd depending on your time zone and with every day we move towards june 19th that post mercury retrograde shadow period will clear so essentially you know the first half of the month is retrograde and the first or the second half is direct so let's just look at my handy chart to remind you of what that means. So for the first half of June, you want to deal with what comes up, not conjure things to do because you're not really sure clarity is still coming. You want to clear out clutter in your mind, in your relationships, the things that were swept under the rug, they're going to come out. So it's time to deal with them and it's time to make new space for new projects and experiences so you want to get those piles off your desk so that new projects can come in you want to get those creative babies out you know maybe not out yet because we're not quite in the launch zone yet we'll talk about that in a second but you want to get those creative babies finished up polished up edited um, so you can send them out into the world we've got an amazing time for last minute magic so May and June is superb for leaving yourself unscheduled, as unscheduled as possible, because last minute magic will come in and you're more likely to be able to say yes to an opportunity that comes if you're not super scheduled. And the things you schedule are probably going to shift or be called into question anyway, so it just makes sense. It's amazing to do research in this time. So let's say you wanna do something at the end of June or July, August, when we're in our um, direct period. So we've got, let's see, June 19th through August 21st is our big direct period and then the days leading up to June 19th we're still in the retrograde so you might want to wrap up these loose ends do your research about the things you're going to do in this time you know make your bookings do your stuff then a lot of times confusion, not being able to see very far ahead is a is a is a hallmark of the retrograde. And this is because you're not supposed to be making plans. You're supposed to be dealing with the things that come up. Being in the moments and not, you know, having to worry about too much strategizing or planning and just being in the now is always a good idea, but it's especially well indicated in the retrograde because it helps to prevent you from doing things that are better for the direct. If you're focused on this very moment, you're less likely to be doing the things that are better off in the direct flow. And it's a good time to honor the flow and not force things, okay? Now, sometimes we have to take the Pull by the horns and get them out of the china shop right and for these for this activity i suggest june 19th through august 21st and as you get closer to june 19th you'll feel these days will start to get you know more open it will be a gradual process through the month of changing and so launches you know your big creative baby that you polished up over here bringing it out here the things that you researched here, making the decisions about here, you know, in the, in the direct time. So basically, you know, for those of you listening and not watching, I've got a visual here and you can always see the visual component um, on YouTube if you're watching or listening to podcasts. But, you know, basically the things that you research in the retrograde, you can make your decisions about them in the direct um, The things that you're talking about just kind of experimenting with this is another thing that's nice here in the retrograde is experimenting things you're experimenting with can turn into agreements in the direct time so the second half of June all of July and most of August is this time for the direct energy launches big decisions agreements investments moves brand new projects clarity future planning pushing and initiating and being a little bit more um, proactive um, in this time of direct. So June is a special month in the way that it will reflect all of um, all of these facets and you'll see that switching over as the month goes on. Then we've got a red alert, okay so, you know, I'm an I'm an optimist, I'm a Sagittarius, I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart. I see everything through the lens of how this can be good, even if it's challenging, how we can reframe something to improve our experience. And I my work is very much focused that way. But if there's something you just really have to watch out for that's kind of nasty, I am going to also tell you that. And we do have one of those red alert aspects here. The aspect isn't actually until June, I mean, rather July 1st. Um, but because it's Mars and Pluto I see that influence be super strong five days before five days after it could be a little more than that even a week but um, so the whole end of June when we've got some other really nice aspects going on we still have this same you know something this challenging aspect to look out for you don't want to antagonize a crazy person you don't want to antagonize someone that's clearly out of control or having a hard time Um, you don't want to not be paying attention you know you don't want to force things from the perspective of like an ego push. Like if you have a righteous indignation about something and you're going to go battle with somebody who could be a formidable competitor, you don't really wanna bring that at this time. And some people who you think are not formidable, you know, um, competitors here, they might they might bring some fire that you're not expecting. So just be really careful in those days around the end of June and the beginning of July, because this is going to be a very strong influence don't let this make you concerned you know too concerned you just have to be more aware and it it definitely can cast a little shadow on some of the sweet aspects of the month but it's only influencing there at the end and we do have a lot of sweetness to help balance this out okay so i've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play and if you'd like more resources i've got all of these here you can additionally go to the little more button the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video click on that and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable right so if you're looking for reading options including a beautiful very detailed 45 minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband you can find that at anniebclarity.com You can go to anniehelpsyou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to Cozy by SweetStarLight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology-inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness You can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the Books A Million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon, and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!